What if someone said, I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of Nazism? Now, I'm not going to tell you what those are, but everything else with it is cool with me. Welcome back to Good Monsters. My name is Cody Lawrence. This is going to be a short one. Um, I just wanted to follow up from more developments uh, after the last episode of my podcast regarding Midwestern Seminary, regarding one of the biggest Southern Baptist seminaries in the world, one of the most conservative seminaries in the world. They certainly pride themselves as one of the most conservative among the conservative Southern Baptist seminaries. Very interesting. To answer the original question, uh, what if somebody said, I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of Nazism, everything else is cool with me, you would think they are off their rocker. You would think they have lost their marbles. You might think they're a Nazi. <laughs> that... That is a clever, tricky way of saying, yeah, I support Nazism. Right? It makes sense. To not tell somebody the things you disagree with, but just to say, yeah, I disagree with the bad parts. Yeah, there's this, this ideology that everybody thinks is bad. I disagree with the bad parts, but not the good parts. You would think, well, they're defending Nazism. Well, very interesting. I, just, just to just to belabor the point a little more. What if someone said, I repudiate, let's just use simpler words because it's obnoxious to use these academic words. Of course, you probably know what repudiate means, you probably know what distinctives mean, but this is a really obnoxious way uh, that academics like to speak, uh, especially in their tweets, to make themselves seem smart. But uh, real smart people like to speak simply so that everyone can understand them, unless, they're trying to not let everybody understand them, which is probably actually what's going on here. But let's, uh, let's just change the language. Let's say, I don't like the bad parts of, right? I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of is just the same as saying, I don't like the bad parts of, okay? What if somebody said, I don't like the bad parts of child grooming? I don't like the bad parts of child grooming. You would think, okay, what are the bad parts? And what are the good parts that you like? Are there good parts to child grooming? I, uh, I don't like the bad parts of pedophilia. Good parts are cool. What? Are, are you a pedophile? Are you defending pedophiles? What if somebody said, uh, I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives. I don't like the bad parts of serial killers. I don't like the bad parts of murder. But the good parts are great. Hopefully you get my point. So earlier this week or last week, uh, I don't remember exactly when, but I had an exchange on Twitter with A.D. Robles. And if you don't know who A.D. is, he's a wonderful dude. I love his podcast. And he recently released a new podcast called The Rise and Fall of the Gospel Coalition. And I think maybe the second episode might be out now but you should go listen to it. Uh, he's going to dive deeply into the, well, the rise and fall of the publication Gospel Coalition founded by Tim Keller. Uh, you should really check it out because the, the space that it's in now, 
in evangelicalism is a really bad one. I think they are, uh, they have fallen a long way. And hopefully AD is going to continue doing a great job to explain all that. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. In this exchange that I had with AD earlier this week, in the very first episode of his podcast, he explained a story where he uh, at one point was hired, I think, to write for a publication called For the Church, which actually comes out of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And everything was going fine. Uh, he worked under a guy called Jared C. Wilson for a little while. And he, he wrote a bunch of articles, I guess, made a bunch of videos. Uh, a couple of the videos he made were controversial in the realm of the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention, because he talked about, uh, he criticized Russell Moore, who is a big, quite literally sacred calf. Well, no, I mean, you know, metaphorically, but uh, more literally than when people usually use the word sacred calf, Russell Moore is an idol and he's a bad guy, a false teacher, I would say. Uh, and I encourage you, if you've ever heard of Russell Moore, especially if you like him, you should do a lot more research on some of the things that the guy has said. And he's also criticized Matt Chandler. Uh, and it's a lot easier to find stuff that Matt Chandler has said and taught that's crazy. Also, definite false teacher. Uh, bad guy, Matt Chandler. And AD wrote a couple of articles criticizing uh, those guys. And some point shortly after that, he was fired from For the Church. And they didn't tell him why. And he had asked them, he had asked Jared, and he still was never told why he was fired from the publication. Very interesting. But his theory is, it's probably because I criticized these people. And one of the major rules, the 11th commandment, some say, of Big Eva is, thou shalt not name names. In other words, don't criticize uh, people who are high up. For unity, you know, we want to we want to keep with unity. I mean, not unity with the truth, of course, but unity with each other, because that makes us look good. That's the impression uh, I think that that people, faithful people like AD, have of Big Eva, and I think that's a very true impression, and I've seen it myself. So anyway, that that exchange was enlightening because I had just released my last podcast episode, where I saw that one of their most recent podcast episodes was uh, inviting some guy, you can listen to the last episode if you want, um, to basically talk about critical race theory. Invited a guy on the show to talk about critical race theory, why white people are racist, yeah, without overtly saying it. But it was if you can read between the lines, it was there. They, they were very vague about pretty much everything they talked about. Um, but it was definitely there, and I'll get more into it in a sec. But let's, uh, there, there has been a further development, uh, just not, not a big deal, something really small, but I just thought it was worth talking about. So let's talk about this guy, Jared C. Wilson. Uh, and not because I particularly want to single this guy out. I don't know the guy. I don't care one bit about the guy, but I think this is indicative of the kind of thing that is going on in otherwise presumably respectable seminaries, respectable churches. There are people like this a lot more than you think. I'm positive of it. 
Jared C. Wilson, at Jared C. Wilson on Twitter. Uh, Jerry Boy, Jer Bear, let's talk about Jerry Boy. All right. Uh, on his website, here's how he describes himself. Assistant Professor of Pastoral Ministry at Spurgeon College. Man, Spurgeon hated racism. Spurgeon was a big-time abolitionist. Uh, so I think he would be really disappointed to see the kinds of things that Jared Wilson and the, like, forget Jared Wilson, the seminary, the Southern Baptist Seminary, the denomination that Spurgeon associated with, Spurgeon would be so disappointed to see how far the SBC has fallen. Anyway, professor of pastoral ministry at Spurgeon College. He's teaching other pastors, presumably, his own personal beliefs, uh, which he is expressing on his podcast about how, like, you know, CRT is awesome. And, and Twitter. I'm going to get to it. Continuing on, he's the director of pastoral training center at Liberty Baptist Church, all in Kansas City. Hey, that's where I am. Uh, he's the author of numerous books. I don't care. I don't care what the books are. I'm not going to read those. He's the host, here we go, host of For the Church podcast and co-host of Christianity Today's The Art of Pastoring podcast. So this guy's really into pastoring. He knows what it's like to be a pastor. Jared also blogs regularly at the Gospel Coalition. Your ears should have peaked up twice at Gospel Coalition and Christianity Today. And for the church, websites. And he speaks at numerous churches and conferences around the world. Ooh, big deal. This guy's a big deal. He's a big shot. He's, you could say, one of the evangelical elites. Um, and he is like it in action and in character. So let's dive in. He tweeted recently, uh, just like a couple days ago, he tweeted this, I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of critical race theory. Now remember earlier when I said I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of Nazism? Why not just say I don't like Nazism? Or why not just say Nazism is unbiblical? Because he believes that there are parts, obviously, like this, it, it's, I'm not even reading between the lines too much here. This is what he is saying by not saying, I repudiate critical race theory, and just saying, I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of critical race theory. He is coming out in support of some part of critical race theory, but he refuses to explain what parts. He goes on to say, but, so I repudiate the unbiblical distinctives of critical race theory, but is he going to talk more about critical race theory? Is he going to talk about why critical race theory is good? Is he going to give us examples of the bad things in critical race theory? Tell us more, Jared. A lot of people were upset about you bringing on that guy who wrote the obviously supportive of critical race theory book. Tell us, Jared. What are the unbiblical distinctives of critical race theory? Here's what he says. But I think the pervasive use of pornography is a much bigger threat to the stability and sanctity of your church than CRT. Be careful that you do not fight on a dummy front while the enemy gains ground at your flank. Do you see the problem here? I do. 
Why not just say critical race theory is bad? You could say, he, he could have said critical race theory is bad. Porn's worse. Maybe he just really cares about the evils of pornography. But he didn't say that. He didn't say two different tweets, critical race theory is bad, pornography is bad, let's talk about both. He seems to be diverting the attention from critical race theory by saying parts of it is bad without actually telling you what those parts are. And then turns the attention, uh, attention to pornography. Is, is pornography a big cultural issue right now that a lot of people disagree about? Are there pastors out there preaching how good pornography is? The biblical elements of pornography? I don't see that. Does he? He probably interacts with a lot more pastors than I do. But I've gone to quite a few churches, and I haven't heard a single sermon on how awesome pornography is. But on the internet, just about every day, I see sermons about how awesome critical race theory is. I think he's wrong. And I also think he's defending critical race theory. And he doesn't want to say what the bad parts are. What part of critical race theory is unbiblical? Jerry boy. Is it the Marxism? Is that unbiblical or is that biblical? Is it the overt racism? Is it that it's grounded in, in racism and atheism and classism? Is that the unbiblical part or the biblical part of CRT? Is it the fact that CRT wants you to ground your identity in your skin color as opposed to your identity in Christ or anything else for that matter? Is that the biblical part of CRT? No, that can't be it. That can't be it. I don't know. I can't think of anything biblical about CRT at all. And I'm being honest. I mean, if I were to really stretch thin... What's a good thing in CRT? Well, they affirm that racism exists, although they do it totally backwards. In their affirmation of the existence of racism, often they're concocting racism out of nothing and ignoring actual racism and even creating more racism. That's what CRT does. But I don't know, the affirmation of racism, is that a good, th that's a good thing, I guess. The Bible affirms that racism is bad. That's a biblical part of CRT, I guess. Is that what he's talking about? We'll never know, because he won't say. A good thing about poison is that it can contain H2O, and we need H2O to survive. We don't say we don't say, Nazis aren't all bad. <laughs> What's a good thing about Nazism? Well, yet some Nazis like ice cream. And so I can't say that Nazism is all bad because some Nazis like ice cream. What a stupid argument. What an idiotic argument. This shows either that Jared Wilson doesn't actually understand what CRT is. Now, he might say, I don't actually understand what CRT is, and he might start telling me how awesome systemic racism, or uh, inventing systemic racism is, how important it is to put um, minorities in positions of power, regardless of their qualifications, especially if they're unqualified, um, might start telling me about how awesome standpoint epistemology is. Uh, but... 
I don't know, that's not going to fly. But seriously, somebody could say something like, uh, Nazism displays a love for uh, a nation that us Christians should really learn from. But is that something that we should be saying in our culture? Is that something we should be saying at all? In, if someone's in Nazi Germany and they're surrounded by Nazis, you don't say, I disagree with the bad parts of Nazism. But you know what the real problem is here in Nazi Germany? It's, it's pornography. Well, here's where you're wrong, Jerry boy. We don't have churches. They just don't exist. I mean, there might be a couple, but churches that support CRT are in the thousands in America. I'm confident. We don't have churches preaching that pornography is biblical. There might be like two. We don't have pornography in seminary curriculums, Jerry Boy, Jer Bear, Jared C. Wilson. We don't have that. We don't have porn in seminary curriculums. We're not teaching the value of parts of pornography to our pastors who will go on and pastor churches. You aren't having guests on your podcast to talk about the good parts of pornography. But you are, Jared C. Wilson, having guests on your podcast to talk about the good parts of critical race theory. And yet you say, well, critical race theory isn't the real problem. Pornography is the real problem. But by your own actions and by your own denial of that, you are actually affirming that CRT is a much bigger problem in our nation and in your seminary, in your church, in your publication, in your podcast, and in your life than, than you think. It's a huge problem. Why don't we, here's an idea, here's an idea. Why don't we do both? Humans are pretty great. God made us so that we can dislike more than one thing at a time. Let's dislike pornography, yeah? And let's also dislike critical race theory, Jerry boy. Can we do that? Can we fight both battles? I think so. I'm not using all of my resources on much of anything. I can, I can put some resources on the internet. I mean, I, I don't know. He spends a lot of time tweeting. I don't know. He might spend all of his resources on, on typing on his keyboard. <laughs> but maybe some more of his resources, if he's totally packed full. I mean, if he's got no time left in his day. Maybe you, Jared C. Wilson, contributor of the Gospel Coalition in Christianity today and for the church, maybe you could put a little more resource in the actual biblical battle against both of these things that you don't like. Or, well, pornography. But the other thing you only say you don't like, and then you don't tell us why. Critical race theory. 